What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Dinner Podcast. Brought to you by Team Nitty Radio Zone, OG Nitty, and Nutrella. After a week off, Nutrella and I came through to give you a quick shot of the river. Due to tight schedules, this app is shorter than what you're accustomed to. But hell, we never promised you two hours of pop any damn way. From simple-ass kids to staying your attentions and relationship negotiables, we cover the topics worth discussing. And of course, we're still eating and drinking. So grab a plate and grab a glass, because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. All right, let's get this cracking. What's going on, y'all? It's me, it's me, it's the OG. Who am I? I'm OG Nitty. You already know I'm out here in the streets with my co-host from Team Nitty Radio. You know her as Trail, the new guy over there. But over here, she goes by the name of Nutrella. And you know this, that show, man. It's called Sunday Dinner. Where everyone eats. That's right. We're back on the block, man. First of all, I got to get used to this because um, <clears throat> shout out to my guy, Kylie. Came through with his AV skills. Upgrade the computer, the laptop, the sound system. Now we on the two mic system. We Chris, but now that I'm hearing this playback, we got a little half a delay on it. I got to get used to that. I might got to go one ear on, one ear off. I think I am too. Because that's going to throw me off a little with my rhythm. But just so you know, this computer is now picking up crazy sounds. So y'all might hear different sound effects. That's my fist hitting. You know, you put your hands on your fist. Pull your drink right quick. They got to hear that. I was getting ready to do that. You got to hear that. So yeah, when you're pouring. Mm hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Tell me that ain't that gin and juice, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, we out here. Um, yeah, we took a week off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been weird. because well, Actually, we took a couple weeks because we pre-recorded the last time. We broke it yeah. into two episodes. So that we already had two episodes pre-recorded. So we really ain't been here. This is about three weeks. This is our third this, week This right could be now. the third week, yeah. Yeah. So it's where we got to get back into the swing of things. Uh, this ain't going to be the longest episode. It might give me like an hour or so. I think we got things to do. But look, you know, we pack it all in. Of course, um, Bree with the stories, I'm kind of fresh. I won't say super fresh, but kind of fresh off a trip to South Beach, Miami, USA. Shout out to Miami Carnival. Experience like no other. Uh, my first time going to that carnival. I'm not new to carnival, though, Caribbean carnival, but that was something I've never experienced in my life. It's amazing. I feel like I got to go there every year, yo. I want to try it. I was looking at it. It looked like it was a lot of fun. I feel like everybody should try it. So, listen, first of all, get your energy up because mm-hmm. you're going to be fetting all day, all night. The very first night. I don't even know what that is. Fetting is party. Oh, okay. Fet is French for party or something. Oh, okay. Celebration. Okay. So, um, it's crazy because, like, you know, usually when you fly somewhere, first night is kind of like your chill night because mm-hmm. you just getting there. You're just traveling or whatever, but Nah, bro. We flew out there, got to the, t- you know, Ubered out to the telly. Because actually, South Beach from the airport's like 40, 30, 40 minutes. Because you like must have flew in the Fort Lauderdale? No, we flew in the MIA. Oh. Well, I guess between traffic and things. It oh, was like, okay. It was like 25, 30 minutes, I'd say. Okay. So then, we get to the telly, we put our stuff down, blah, 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 chill. Go hit the strip. Next thing you know, we already drinking. Because apparently, happy hour is like 12 to 6 at most places in South Beach. Mm-hmm. I said, like, that must suck to be a regular person living in South Beach. You work from like 9 to 5, and happy hour is about to be over by the time. Yeah, by the time you get. Yeah. yeah. So, it was that. And we had, had happy hour spot. Boom, boom. But picked that. Hit another spot on the strip. Boom, boom. It was out there. Then we had tickets to a party that was going on the night. This club called Exchange. And... Yo, we got there, like, cause you know, that's a problem too sometimes when you're on your, like, in Delaware and shit or whatever. You used to parties and then that one, so mm-hmm. you get there 10, 11, whatever you get there. Um, this particular party, though, we didn't know what time we was got to be at functions, though, cause we was like, wait, no, lines gonna be crazy and that. 
I think we wound up getting at this place like after 11, mm -hmm. before midnight, but it was like, there was no line or nothing because we bought tickets in advance. So it was like, okay, must be light. We gotta hang outside for a second. I had a little cigar and little drinks. So I was doing that. Me and my best friend Keish. But then it sounded like the DJ had just started playing music inside. I was like, damn, did the DJ just come on? I was like, it sounded like warm up music. So I was like, all right, whatever. So we wanted to go in there. Yo, we left that party like five minutes to four in the morning. Wow. And it was still going hard. So when y'all walked in, had the party started yet, or y'all were one of the first people? We were early. I mean, it was a, it wasn't it wasn't many people in there, but there were people in the vote. So I guess you could say we were kind of some of the first. Um, Cause then, like, they even had like a little VIP area. Mm -hmm. The place started to get so packed. I think they didn't even worry about VIP no more. They just let people in just to fill space. So it was it was crazy. People was going partying everywhere, and yeah. So because it was supposed to be a performer performing, you probably never can. I forget which one. But then, like, we left like just before four. They were still going hard. So you figure, I left my crib that morning, like six in the morning, because my flight was at like eight. Kept going, you know, no naps, no nothing mm -hmm. like that. Then party till four in the morning. Then went to this after spot to go eat. Got back to the telly like maybe five in the morning, yo. That was first <laughs> night, and we was back up by like eight, eight thirty. Mm. You know, because we don't like to miss out on hotel breakfast. Um, that is true. Even though the hotel where'd y'all stay was trash. It was called um, Ocean Reef Suites. Okay. Now what I didn't realize about Miami, they got a lot of what they call hotels. These are really motels yes, and hotels clothing. Because first of all, I was like, these places should not cost this much to stay here. I was thinking that, you know, it was going to have an ill telly joint. But yeah, I was like, these are motels. They yeah. just call them suites of hotels and shit. They so. definitely are. I think we lucked up when we went to Miami mm. years ago. It was like me, Greek. So Chris. Um, it is. Oh, you heard that crap? So Chris. <laughs> Um, and some other, and we, whatever hotel we was staying in, it was mm -hmm. obviously not like, you know, one of your chain hotels, uh -huh. but we lucked up and it ended up being one of the nicer ones okay. that really did look like a hotel. Okay. No doubt. So they're doing a lot of construction down there though. It looks like they're building up new hotels. So I imagine they're going to start pushing these motel hotels out or causing them to step they came up. Right. But yeah, we were down there, party, party, drink, 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 everything's good. But hey, South Beach. I will say, first of all, Miami, you owe me nothing for that weekend. It was an amazing weekend. But I don't like the fact that you charge 20% mandatory gratuity on every place y'all go to. It was one place I didn't charge 20%. They charged 15 But I was never a fan of telling me I have to tip anyway. Like, mm -hmm. the tip's supposed to be something you earn. But neither here nor there. I want to know, honestly, I came out of the, I know when I was a kid it was 10%, then it was 15% when I was at the age to go out and start doing things. When did it jump to 20? I remember they were talking about it was creeping up to 18 at one point. But when did 20 become the standard? I don't know. But it is pretty much 20 mm -hmm. at this time. And then, you know, they, they put it in a little fine print on the menu that you get the mandatory. So a lot of times people don't even realize they're paying tip. Then they already put in a tip on top. So you might be getting 40% depending on I don't on do time. that. If you automatically get the 20% yeah. mandatory tip, then you've already made your Yeah, tip like I'm not tipping. So like my homegirls, they didn't realize they said that. And they had already tipped by the time I had to. I was like, y'all realize. And it was like, they didn't know. It's like, shit, we just tipped like 20%. So the server made it off, yo. Yeah. Yeah, but South Beach, you owe me nothing. I'm going to tell you who does owe me something. Nick Cannon. And his, Why? He got a Wild and Out restaurant. Uh, we ne I never knew about this, but you know. I did saw you post that. Yeah, it was like, all right, you know. My best friend's like, yo, we got to support black business. I'm like, bet, yeah, let's go. 
Was that bad English just now? What? I said I did saw you. Yeah, did. it was. Okay. Sunday dinner. It happens. All right, come So we out there. <clears throat> we go support. And don't get, don't get me wrong. I know South Beach, you know, again, prices inflate. You're one of the places. But here's how I draw the comparison. Like, I went to Vegas one time, and I went to Chef Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Oh, I can't wait to do that one day. And I had this burger. It was $18, right? But it was worth every bit of the $18. It was a duck breast burger. Mm. Duck, no, duck breast bacon burger. Mm. So that already, like, caught me. Like, duck breast bacon, I didn't even know it was a thing. You know what I mean? And then, you know. Well, you're paying $18 on a burger, but it's duck. So that's right. kind of like. Yeah, all of that, right? Yeah. And then you know how I feel about bacon and stuff anyway. Plus, those are things like, too, you make them in such a way that it would just taste different probably from your average quote-unquote burger anyway. Let's say right. even if the duck breast bacon wasn't on it. So let's take the duck breast bacon off. It's probably like a $14 burger, let's say, right? Right. I'm sure you get a lot of burgers for a lot cheaper, but whatever. you be like, it's worth it. It's that good. Nick Cannon was charging these prices for just regular shit. <laughs> like, you basically, you might rest around and be paying, like, and I'm just using arbitrary prices that are not too far off, so don't quote me to it to the T. You might be paying, like, $20 for some chicken tenders, you know what I mean? But they're just chicken tenders. Like, mm. they probably taste the same as if you went to a Waffle House or, I don't know, Friendly's or some shit. So That's not good. So they can't even taste, like, the chicken tenders if I went to Green Turtle? Right, like it's just any old chicken tender. Like green turtle, <clears throat> to me, is at least a tiny bit better than yeah. like friendly. And, and and it's not to say it was nasty, but right. for the inflated price, you expect more. I don't want edible yeah, for the inflated so, price. So I had this, like, well, I, I ordered this. They had this um, fried chicken sandwich you could get. You mm. get a buffalo or just regular fried, but they put it between two donuts, like Krispy Kreme donuts. I didn't really want the donut. I said, but can I just get it fried on bread? Like, let's give me the fried joint. They didn't, they brought it out the buffalo joint, whatever. But okay, I eat buffalo too, so whatever. But again, it was just regular. <laughs> and I think it was like $18, $20. Just for a buffalo chicken Did sandwich. Did anybody get the chicken in between the donut? Not that I saw. It just, it was a, it was a lot for me. I, was, I don't know how I would feel about that. And you know I'm risque with these kinds of food things. I think what messed me up, even beyond that, I was, you know, I guess people are talking about sweets and sugar or something. I feel like it wouldn't be a good eat. Like the do I can't see a donut holding like a bun would. Yeah. Now my donut slippery or soggy or whatever or breaking up easily. Yeah, depending on and then depending on how, how they drain the burger yeah. or not. Yeah. So I need it because I need like if I'm using bread, I need it to come off with the chicken at the same time. And all right. that other shit messy. So that was that. Now, they had these specials. I guess they got these brolic joints. I guess some are like, I don't know if they're 28 ounces or what, but then they got others that are huge, like the huge margarita glasses. Maybe those are 32, 40 ounces. I don't know. So it was happy out. So the run special was like two for 25 on the smaller joints, two for 40 on the bigger joints. Um, the bigger joints, the regular price is like 32. So you basically mm -hmm. get one for like $8. So I think, well, I just go to two for 40 on the joint, you know, whatever. I had two different ones. I had like this Hennessy Mojito and some strawberry, something or other. Mm -hmm. Hennessy Mojito was pretty decent. I'll give it that. Strawberry drink, they could have that. It was just like drinking like um, the stuff, the, the concentrate that I guess they make that. <laughs> I felt like I was just drinking that. I was like, this is so, this is way too sweet. If it didn't cost this much money, I would not be drinking it anymore, right? So, so before you move on, have you had the ultimate margaritas at Dallas BBQs? 
once, but that was many years ago. Oh, okay. It definitely wasn't as good as that, though. Okay, that's what I was Yeah, it was way better. The Dallas BBQ Superior. So, uh, I say all that to say, my one, because my one tab for myself was $80. Woohoo! For a chicken sandwich and a two drink. For friendlies food? Yeah. Nah. And here was the thing. What made 80, the the mandatory gratuitous 20% and the fees, because they got like two different taxes they charge you. It's like a sales tax and then some other tax. I don't know. Let's call it a tourist tax. I don't but the fees themselves were like $20. So I guess in the, under normal circumstances, it would have been a $60 meal, which again, it's South Beach, so I get that that be, you know, I pay that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was like, I paid that much for this. So afterwards, did you, you know, give yourself a present or anything like that? Because you took yourself on an expensive date. Did you expect anything from yourself? No, no, thank you. I wasn't expecting anything for myself. We did, I didn't hook up with myself. First of all, I got a goddamn roommate at the telly. You're so dis- And then when I call you unsavory, you're going to be like, what? Come on, son. I'm just saying. Where you been barely getting the jerky out of you talking about this? You took yourself on an expensive date. I did. Day. I did, but you, you know. You sound like that woman in the dine- no, in the coffee shop that we talked about weeks ago. Who um, got mad because the man wouldn't pay her? Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bakery. But, you know, I'm a classy man, so I'm not unsavory, <laughs> so I respect myself. I know my you worth as a kid. You know your worth. <laughs> and I want to let y'all take a break let y'all know this segment is being brought to you by 1800, the ultimate margarita ready to serve, raspberry flavor, 9.9% alcohol by volume, uh, 19.9 proof. It does not taste good, but we had it for the last podcast <laughs> recording. And we're going to finish it because we don't waste alcohol. 1800 you could cut us a check because you didn't really sponsor it. But I know you're going to be like, how are you going to say that? But then we talk about your stuff. Hey, make better stuff. We keep it a bean for the people. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep it a bean for the motherfucking people. But yeah, that's my story there. You got any stories from the last couple of weeks? Um, yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. First of all, tell them what we ate. Hmm? Oh, that's right. Also, I forgot. Sunday dinner. Of course, we eat here. Um, we had a sauteed boneless turkey breast uh, paired with some cavatappi pasta. It was uh, dirty and drizzled with some fine seasonings, courtesy of the Caveman Kitchen. For those who don't know, that's my kitchen and my place here at uh, T-Vitty Studios. And your take on the turkey meal? Oh, it was good. I, eat, I got seconds this time. Let's go. That's how yeah. we do it out here. I was telling, I was telling my people earlier, I was like, yo, I got a good feel about this turkey breast that I seasoned because... I seasoned it last night, and I was like, it's going to be marinating all day. It's going to come out all Where'd you day. get the turkey best from? Um, the grocery store. Because every time I go to get something like that, it's mm-hmm. normally pretty expensive. Oh, just okay. the turkey breast. You know, uh-huh. spare no expense for Sunday dinner and your uh-huh. friends. Okay. You know. So, so, now look, this is what I'm doing, you know, me and my friends here. Any ladies that I might be courting, I'm just saying, you might be here for a good time. Because I don't even expect nothing from my friends. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm not saying you got to give me nothing. I'm not saying you got to give me nothing if I do something. Y'all not going to sit here maybe out to be that guy. I didn't even do it to myself. You didn't? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. I'm a classic man. Thank you very kindly. What story you got? Let me tell you about my student. Mm-hmm. I have a student in my class. And this young man says to me, 
hey, um, teacher or whatever. And I'm like, yes, sir. How may I assist you? He's like, if I put my name on this assignment, will you give me 50%? What? I said, I'm sorry, what? He said, I'm just going to put my name on this paper. And when I turn it into you with my name on it, I get at least a 50% on this, right? I was like, absolutely not. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, I turned it in with your name on it. You didn't even put the date on it. And you want me to give you 50%? You didn't do any work. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. That doesn't even make sense to me. I can't compute. Um, so then he's like, well, if I finish the assignment, you'll grade it and then go and backdate all of my other work that I did not turn in because he hasn't turned in a thing mm -hmm. since the school year started. Will I go back and backdate everything to a D? And I was what? like, what? For you doing one assignment right now? And he was like, yeah, I think that's fair. So like, I'm not doing that. So he then does this paper. Well, he didn't do it. He copied. And he tries to hand it to me like, look, I did my work. I said, sir, you didn't even bring a pencil or a pen with you in this building. So I know good and gosh darn well, mm -hmm. you didn't do this. So where'd you get the answers from? And he was like, my head, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So I turned him to face me and his back is facing the class. Mm -hmm. And I say to him, I'm gonna ask you two questions off this paper. If you answer these two questions correctly, I will give you an A on this paper and backdate all your grades to a C. Mm -hmm. He said, all right. So I ask him these questions and obviously this kid does not know anything. So I say, all right, thank you. You proved my point, go have a seat. He then um, goes on to tell me that he does do his schoolwork. He just, after he does it, he throws it in the trash. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that makes no sense either. Like, I don't understand why we're still having this conversation. I'm done. Right. So the class bell rings, he's exiting. He's talking to one of his friends in the hallway about the conversation we just had. Another teacher overhears this conversation and goes to another fellow teacher in the math department with me. This math teacher comes to me later and starts telling me how it's really a thing that there's a committee in our school of teachers who are trying to pass it so that if a child turns in anything, we give them 50%. No child can get a zero. What? That's what I said. And their logic is that zeros uh, cause students to have low self-esteem. And 50s don't? It's not a zero. Are they giving out participation trophies in academia? <laughs> a lot of them are. And Isn't that still failing? But technically, see, so this is how they also do it because apparently Red Clay and Appaquinimic School District have adopted some form of this grading system. Mm -hmm. And the way it works is something like the first and the third marking period, the lowest grade a student can receive is 50%. Mm -hmm. Meaning that a child can waste the first marking period, waste the third marking period, do kind of decent on the fourth marking period, and bust his ass on the second marking period and pass. Wow. So you're not learning anything. Right. To me, I seem like it's just 
a form of grade boosting, maybe trying to make your schools look better than what they really are. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, how does this help the students in the long run? You're teaching mediocrity. What are you going to do when you get a job? Mm -hmm. Lastly, if this passes, then I feel like on my evaluations that I get, I should never get anything less than meets the standard. Right. Because at least I showed up to work. I don't have to do anything else but show up to work. And, I, and to me, because then it would hurt my self-esteem if mm-hmm. I got anything lower. Yeah. But if I was to say that, they would say I'm being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're teaching. What do you think these kids are going to grow up and mm-hmm. do when they get in the work world? You hire somebody and he says to you, oh, I'm only staying here till lunch. But when, <laughs> when, I, but when I'm out... I expect you to still pay me 75% of my check. Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yo, you know, I hate people. (laughs) I think that's sometimes, I feel like that's all I'm left with, is that I hate people. Mm -hmm. Like, who do you even, where does this even start? Do we start with the school administration? Do we start with the parents? Because I feel like I could never even instill that kind of lack of ambition in my child. Right. To say, I'm good with a 50. I can live with that. I come from an era where, (laughs) let's say if if I got an 85 out of 100, I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm good with that. You know, whatever. Let's say if a test is already, you know. Could have been better. Definitely could have been worse. We go home, my parents like, hold up, what? Yeah. What happened to the other 15 points? Or my father say something. Or my father, he used to try to uh, compare stuff to like back when they were in school, right? So he'd be like, God be like, that's a B. Or you know, I guess B, B plus, whatever. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, boy, that's C when I was in school. That's C. You getting real C? I said, no, it's a B. No, when I was in school, that's a C. I wanted to tell him, well, you're not. But you, know, <laughs> you ain't playing yeah. okay. But I'm saying, they say that to say they still pushing you. Right. I remember one of my friends, yeah, he got like a 94 on the test. And the parents said, what happened to the other six points? We was like, damn, you got it real bad. <laughs> you know, now my parents was going to give me props on the 94. Now I ain't right. going to owe you. So I can't even, <laughs> even at now, at 39, I can't fathom to make my brain say, well, I mean, if a 50, I guess I can make a 50 cool somehow in my head. So imagine back then, what? Yeah. I think I would have felt like a failure if that was my thought. I, I don't. So I'm saying. So basically, you're telling me that because you could spell your name, and hopefully you spell it correctly. Hopefully, sadness. That you deserve fifty percent. And again, yeah, that's why I say <clears throat> it was because the audacity of that alone—that you would go to a teacher and request that. <laughs> the, forget the fact that you shouldn't even be proud of a fifty or. Whatever you're feeling you get from a 50 that clearly is not bad to you. That you would go to a teacher and say, yeah, I'll need these credits for writing my name. Yeah. Not forgetting any answer right. Not even if you said, if I get half the questions right, can I get it? Nah, just for putting my name, I deserve credit. That's the type of motherfucker that if he had kids, he going to want credit for taking care of his kids. Yes, yep. Matter of fact, he's going to want accolades, not just credit. But that's right. Yeah, I changed the diaper today, bitch. What? 
I need to go. It's time to take me to the bar. So also in this same school day, I had him over lunch period. Mm -hmm. So this particular day, they had first lunch. So that Mm -hmm. means that they go to lunch first and then come to class. Okay. So five minutes after lunch has started, I'm standing in the hallway and he comes walking down the hallway and calls my name. And he was like, we got first lunch? I was like, yeah. He said, you mean to tell me I'm late for lunch? I was like, wait a minute, so you thought you had class right now? He said, yeah, but you were okay with being late right now to class? And you're visibly upset because you're late to lunch? Like I, and then you're telling me I'm your current teacher about right. this. I was just like, it, I can't, I can't. Is he at least fat? Please tell no. me. He not, he ain't got nerve to be there. Decency to be fat. No. This is, you know what? All right, I'm gonna say this. Now I'm not giving this boy no outs. First of all, because there's a lot of problems here. I know we have situations where sometimes they say the meals in school is the only meals these kids are getting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the case here. Maybe that's why lunch meant so much. He might not be going home to a meal. Because if this is the same kid that's coming in here talking about something, I want my 50 for my name, I got to believe this is coming from home somewhere. And uh, if I, I'm no expert, my speculation has to be the home, the home, stuff, home front ain't steady. Mm-hmm. It ain't proper. And this kid is suffering. And it's not only does he have to be suffering from uh, undernutrition or malnutrition, <laughs> They are pumping foolishness into this boy's brain. Matter of fact, they're pumping nothing. <laughs> I think if they were pumping foolishness, that would display some effort, some correctable effort. They're pumping nothing and letting him get his foolishness from somewhere else. And then his parents had to be sitting up there saying, that's just the school's job and they got a hand in there. Like between the hours of eight and three or nine, whatever, three, that's that's on them, and I'm taking no responsibility. And when he come home, he would need to know his own work. Because a teacher, if they doing their job, he should know the work. Right. He shouldn't have to help. It's poor parenting. Piss poor parenting. Poor child is lost. That's his reason. Still ain't shit, but poor child is lost. But his parents are really ain't shit. He, he's the product of ain't shitness. Yeah. That's what I have to believe. I can't believe you. Not, I know anything's possible. I can't sit here and believe. On in 2019, that parents are putting forth, or whoever his guardians are, grandmother, are putting forth the, for lack of a better term, required effort to push this child, and this is what you're getting out. Don't get me wrong. I know you can do everything you can for a child, and it can still turn out to be a bad apple or fruit right. or what. But I had to believe that <laughs> they are part of the problem. And the school's not helping them by implementing these kind of policies. And that has to be frustrating for teachers. At least the ones who give a shit. It is. I actually did have a parent conference um, with this young man's Mm -hmm. mother. And I told him that exact day. I was like, well, you know I have a conference with your mom. And he was like, yeah, I'm just going to block her. I'm just, as soon as we leave school. What do you mean he's going to block her? On his phone. What the fuck? Yo, what world is this? <laughs> That's what he told me. He was like, you can call her. I'm just going to block her number. So Who pays the bill? 
What? I'm assuming the mother. I ain't gonna get upset on this good Sunday dinner podcast. We we recording on a nice sunny Friday. It's been very windy this week. You know, um, it's not windy today. Nice crisp autumn afternoon evening. We're sipping drinks of fellowship and we had good food. I'm not gonna let this kid upset me. But that's some <laughs> bullshit. That's what he told me. The Fragonagra. That's what he told me. And I said, because I even said, what do you mean you're going to block your mother? He was like, I'm going to take my phone out. I'm going to go to her name. I'm going to push the little button next to her name. And I'm going to hit block. How old is this kid? 10th grade. So he's like 15. Yeah, 15, 16. Wow. That's what he told me. His mom. Let my child talk about blocking me. Let her try to come home. Oh, yeah, I blocked you too. <laughs> yeah. Lock changed. <laughs> Checkmate. Figure it out. Let me see how you handle that. Let me see that. how you do that. So, and then, okay, so this is another one. Then we can move on. So, in another class, I had another student. And this young man says to me, Teacher, and I'm like, Yes, sir. How can I assist you? And he says, I've been thinking. I'm like, oh, do I want to walk down oh, this road? Right. And he's like, no, no. I just want to tell you what I've been thinking. And I'm like, okay. Now, later I found out that this is a TikTok, but at the time I didn't know. And he really um, hurt my brain. Mm -hmm. So he says to me, you know how mosquitoes suck your blood? And I said, okay. And he says, so when they suck your blood, they're essentially getting your DNA, right? And I'm like, I don't know, but okay. So when they go and they reproduce with each other, does that now mean that I have mosquito babies out in this world? That's another 10th grader? Yes. That's what he said to me. I, my response to him was, I think you should um, come get your phone from back here behind my desk and text your mom and let her know right now that she's a grandmother. And just let me know how that conversation <laughs> goes after you, after you tell her that. <laughs> that was my response. I'm going to tell you how sad the situation is, in my opinion. Given what you just told me about the first boy. Mm-hmm. I'm really sitting here like, at least he tried to give some scientific thought <laughs> to the reproductive process, the DNA process of the mosquitoes between sucking human DNA and making kids. That's, that's how sad this is. The other boy was so horrible. That you're giving I'm credit. I'm like, this kid gets some credit for actually <laughs> at least trying to think out the box but still kept it within a scientific, a genetic realm. <laughs> I mean, I would have been happy if he were like eight and had this thought, because that means, okay, you, all right, you might be a scientist. <laughs> 15, <this is> sad, <laughs> but you're not that guy. You're not giving me 50% for my name guy. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I later did say to him, so if, for whatever reason, I drink pig blood, and then I go home and get pregnant. Is my child now part pig? 
And he was like, it doesn't work that way. It only works on um, things that suck on you or suck or feed, you know, feed off your blood. Whatever. So I was like, like a vampire. Then I was like, yeah, I'm being ridiculous. I'm done with this conversation. I'm just done. Yeah. But that, that was my week at so, my workplace. Remember the credit I just gave that kid? Mm-hmm. I'd like to take it back because of that last statement. Now they're all in the same stupid boat. <laughs> I didn't want to call you kids. I was trying my best not to call you kids stupid. <laughs> I don't want to do that to your kids. And then, you know, a part of me feel like I know the hue of these children. And I don't know. Sad. What do you think? Because don't you teach like mostly one hue? No. Oh. Hold up now. Is there a plot twist in here? <laughs> I thought you was just teaching our inner city youth quote. Mm-hmm. Hold up. These are nicer children? Um, one is a nicer. Don't tell me Mosquito Boy is the nicer. Mosquito Boy is not the nicer. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I can't, all right. I'm going to give Mosquito Boy his credit back. <laughs> I'm going to give Mosquito Boy back his credit. The nicer boy? Yeah. 50% boy? Oh, so that was just privilege talking. I guess. Now, he was the one that said he would block his mom? Yes. It's starting to make a whole lot of sense now. <laughs> yes, he's the one who... He wanted to block his mom so he wouldn't have to tell her, shut the fuck up. Probably. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it was. He did it for her benefit. Uh, okay, Ashton. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here. Yo. No, but this, okay, I'm trying not to give too much of the story, but... The so um, I told y'all I talked to the kid's mom, mm-hmm. but when the mom's response to me is, "My son is such a wannabe," I didn't know how to respond to that. This to colonize her mom? Yes. A wannabe black kid? I didn't ask because I didn't want her to. What did she say in reference to? She <clears throat> said, "Well, she was just saying she, she was like, my son, he's failing everything. I don't know what to do with him. He's just a wannabe." Oh, I see why you wouldn't want to because okay, so the one he's a failure, so that means he wants to. All right, can we see what you try to go? So, that mom that kind of took me to a story about one time I was at uh, my one home girl, I was at her crib. Mm-hmm. I had visited her crib like the first time, she lived out in Middletown, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she was nice. And yo, this sound is so crisp, we could pick up your phone call. You hear it? I hear it, I hear the hello. Oh. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. Okay. You got to come off of that for yeah. a second. Yeah. Text me. Right. <laughs> that Text just me happened. Because I'm, I'm on the podcast yeah. right now. Was that your oldest? Or is that your oldest? I know. This is my oldest. Yeah, I clearly Can you park this. and then yeah. tell find her, a spot? Tell them we're recording. We're recording. Why Text is she doing me. this? She's too old for this. <laughs> I'll tell you about your story. Yes. I'm going to have to deep into it. My old girl, you know, she was a nicer. Went down to her crib for the first time with her visiting. And, like, her little sister, a couple of little sisters and stuff there, you know. It was like being down to, like, I don't know, uh, Main, what do you call it, Main Street, USA, mm-hmm. or whatever town you would say, what else. And, you know, I guess her sister was, uh, her boy, her sister was in, like, high school or something. Her boyfriend was black. I guess I'm gathering from the conversation mm-hmm. between them. And I guess they were talking about somehow schoolwork or how he was getting, you know, accolades from the teachers and this and that. Mm-hmm. And somehow his enunciation came up. And I guess of how good it was, right? 
already, you know, it's, you start sidelining these combos because, you know, we hate when people try to act like it's something out the ordinary when black people have proper diction and grammar and stuff. And the little sister went on to say, yeah, it's like, it's like he thinks he's white or something. Mm. I hate those statements. Mind you, I was standing there. Yeah. All my big blackness. And I heard this loud and clear. So I looked at my homegirl. You know, I ain't never been to this person's house home many years ago. I looked at her. She kind of said, I think a couple of them chuckled or she chuckled. I just stood there, right? And then, like, the sister then walked away or whatever. Mm-hmm. She said something. I looked at her. She said something. The first thing came out of my mouth to her. I said, get me out of this racist house. I told her that straight up. Get me out of this racist house. It's like, what? What do you mean? I said, you just sit there. You just heard what she just said? I said, what the f- that's supposed to be? Like, going on? Mm-hmm. She couldn't understand it. She didn't understand why you felt as though the house was racist? Yeah. She couldn't understand why I, what my problem was. What she said. And, oh, and then when I broke it down, she was like, well, she's just young. I mean, that's not what she meant. She's like, nah. Y'all should have told her that shit. Yeah, somebody just case, said something. If that's the case, she didn't just wake up one morning to come up with that concept. Mm-mm. Yeah. You earned that. And then even, I'm not condoning it in any way whatsoever, but to say in front of company. Right. And that's, a, yeah, because, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. In their, like, give me, I'm sure I've been a nigger in somebody's white household and they mm-hmm. come, even if one from the person I know, their family, they, mm-hmm. they share the jokes. That, hey, if it don't get out to me, I don't know what happened. Well, I don't know more hurt me, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, but to say it right in front of a motherfucker. Yeah. That means you really, uh-uh. And that got to be nipped in the bud. That got me nipped in the bud. That ain't cool. At all. And she she was actually offended. That's to give me that was racist. Not so much so to the point, because, you know, she know one of my mans. And he came and told me what he's like, yo, such and such told me what happened to Craig. And he was like, yo, she said to me, and you know, he got on man. And you know, he had the nerve to say to me, get me out of this racist house. He said, it took me everything in me not to bust out laughing that you said that, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, and I was dead ass. <laughs> like, wow. Couldn't believe that. But moving on from that, white people, that was white people, white people. And we ain't even, we slipped the fell into yeah. white people, white people. <laughs> that wasn't even planned. I got a question though. Um, mm-hmm. It's based on a, I can't, I can't find the, the graphic anymore, but basically it's about your intent setting um setting the record straight on your intentions and making a date with somebody, right? Okay. It says something along the lines of, if you're just trying to fuck, just let me know. Mm-hmm. Or if you're trying to date, just let me know. If you're trying to be racist, regardless, whatever your intentions are, just be honest about it. It'll save you problems down the mm-hmm. line. Right? And I'm reading it. And I shared it. And I said, yeah, sound advice. Sounds good on paper. But I said, that's for that line about It'll always uh, keep you from problems down the line. That ain't all. I feel like that ain't always the case. Because I feel like I've been in a situation where I've let my intentions be known. Mm-hmm. and or, or whatever it is. Or at least I let you know what I ain't fit to do. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like, okay. You know, they get on board. Because that's my thing. You be out eyes up front. And if you decide it's not for them, at least you saved yourself some trouble at heart. Mm-hmm. But they're like, all right, I'm good with that situation. And this can happen for men too, but I'm just talking from my person. Next thing I know, you somehow slipped a fellow to a what are we or what's going on. I'm like, 
we are what the fuck I said we were at the beginning. Like, what the <laughs> fuck you mean? Was there a change in the addendum? I don't know. Like, and then all of a sudden it becomes a problem. But I'm like, well, so, you know, somebody catch feelings along the line, I guess this and that mm-hmm. and the other. So I'm sitting there. I guess my question is, and this is not me asking if honesty is best policy and none of that stuff. But <clears throat> I'm going to ask you your opinion. Is that foolproof? You just put it out there front and shit should just be Gucci down the line? Well, I feel like there's some caveats mm-hmm. to that. Do I think that you should just put it out there and, you know, let me decide what I want to do? Give mm-hmm. me that option. I do. But I guess my question is when you put it out there and when she accepts that, when you guys are doing the thing mm-hmm. that y'all said y'all were going to do, a lot of times guys like to talk. So while you in it, you saying stuff like, um, tell me this is mine. Oh, I want to be with you all the mm-hmm. time. So if you're making those statements, mm-hmm. then you might be starting to murky the water to start the, the spark for that fire. Well, I get that. I think I was speaking from a sense of if you remain consistent with whatever you set your intentions at mm-hmm. in the beginning. Well, I'm saying even with that, you still yeah. are only in this for that. Right. But you're making those statements in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. You need to, for whatever reason, guys like to talk. They like to hear certain things. Yeah. And when you're requesting for things like that to be said, it's a it's a spark that could happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's where you gotta watch what you're saying and make sure that what you're saying, if if she's with it, then make it only be that. Right. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, a lot. And that's why I say I feel like that statement. They try to make it too black and white because humans are just not black and white at the end of the day. Like. So, you know, I've seen, seen, experienced, or heard situations where, like, you know, you come into it and say, this is what it's going to be. Like, my homegirl, I was talking to her recently. And, you know, she said, like, it's happened to her all too many times where, like, a dude would tell her, okay, well, this is just where I'm at. Dude, just kind of hooking up or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, I'm going to just be free. But I'm still be, we're not together. Mm-hmm. And then they'll find out. I guess maybe communication of what she went on a date with somebody or something, and all of a sudden they catch her feelings and they mad about that. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I'm not saying that don't happen. I know that happens. You know, it's, a lot of that is ego or pride or whatever. Or you want to do what you want to do, yeah. but you don't want her to do it back. Right. So people ain't honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was going to put that statement because people are like, yeah, that's a hundred. You know, this statement is a fact. I'm like, nah. Maybe in theory it's a hundred, but. This ain't this ain't real life applicable. All too all too often, I feel like, and I don't have any empirical data to back this up, <laughs> but I feel like all too often those situationships, if you will, always wind up in someone catching feelings or changing the dynamic more so than not than the two people staying consistent with what they said was gonna be. Right. And boom. Well. It- I feel like if you want it to stay consistent like that, then both of you people really need to be actively dating or right. doing something with someone else. Your mind got to be occupied elsewhere. Right. You can't just say, oh, 
I'm only with you, but this is still only about us just right. sexing. And people also, I think the problem is too, people never take time to self-reflect, yeah, self-assess. Because I ain't gonna lie, I mean, in my young boy days, I might have been like, I might have been one of the dudes like, I would like to you know do my thing, but I don't want her to do her thing, you know, if I'm dealing with her, or whatever. And I was just, I was foolishness, honestly. Yeah. Like I said, whether it's ego or pride or whatever it is, you know, or a combination of the two. That's the thing. When you get older, you start to realize, all right, well, this is what I said my intentions were. Mm -hmm. Well, even if I want things to change or whatever, I need to then reset the intention. I say, well, this is how I'm feeling now. Do something about it. Right. And so either you step, especially, you know, in many cases I've seen where the woman or the other person they just might be up for taking it to that next level, but they waiting on you to pull the trigger because you said so. Then, because of what you said in the yeah, beginning, yeah, so, yeah. So, so then it's like either you do something about it, or don't be mad when she does, right? And that's the thing, and you know. Again, that takes some self reflection and that takes some swallowing of the pride, and right? Because you know, because it's not to say you you won't catch feelings. Like I've been around women who I was like, you know, I like them, I got feelings for them, whatever, but. I knew I wasn't in a space where I wanted to be, let's say, wiped up or taken to the next level. Right. So even if I, let's say, felt the way if I saw her with another man or, you know, I still just play my part and keep quiet because, hey, I had my opportunity to do something about right. that. So you go ahead and live your life and I'm going to just deal how I deal. And again, I'm not saying that your mind has to be occupied with you sexing someone right. else either. You could still only be having sex mm -hmm. with that person, mm -hmm. but you need to be... Like I said, occupying yeah. your mind with someone else. Because it's it be, you'd be very hard pressed to give someone your all, and still just be good with whatever you got. Yeah. Because you put all your eggs in the bags, like shit's gonna start to surface. Yeah. Diversify your bonds. That's what they say, right? <laughs> you know. That's why I said don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. So. Yeah, but. But I, I do have. I know someone. As a matter of fact, it's funny we had this conversation yesterday. And he was telling me how him and his girlfriend, um, they evolved through three different phases. Mm -hmm. So they went through a phase when they first got together, when the girlfriend was in a open relationship mm -hmm. while with him and he wasn't. Then they both went to an open relationship and now it's just him mm -hmm. that's in their open relationship. And I was like... She doesn't want to be in an open relationship? Yes, not anymore. He knows that? I mean, yeah, like... But he, uh, he said from his side, he's still... But he's not doing it behind her back. She just knows this. Well, he said they don't inform each other. Okay. But it's kind of like it is what it is. Okay. And I was like, okay. So... I guess it's still done. It is still put out there. Mm -hmm. um, he did admit that you know while he is still open he doesn't want her to be because he said it's not something that's going to last for forever that's selfish but yeah it is he said it's not something that's going to last for forever but that's what it is right now yeah, okay well let her rock out till your thing stop lasting it that's what i yeah, said I feel like that's bullshit that's selfish not that's what I, I did tell him that but he was like well it works for us and i said well if it works for y'all i let it work for y'all but i was just saying mm -hmm. yes that is very selfish for you mm -hmm to say and do that. Right. And the thing that's crazy is, is backwards because he said he does not use protection all the time 
with the extras mm. but he uses protection all the time with her mm. to make sure that he doesn't give her anything a lot of men have that mentality but isn't that backwards like if i'm with you and you know whether mm. we decide to be open or not shouldn't you be protecting mm. yourself from the others yeah. and being okay with me i see what you're saying yeah but man logic i don't know I think in I think in men's minds it's like they're not even thinking about themselves per se. Like they all right. A man I think they honestly all often feel like they'll just be good. And, you know, they wanna protect her, right? Or and don't chop me up. I'm just giving, you know, the answer here, y'all. But what happens, let's say if something did happen to them, at least they know it they cause it on themselves. They don't want to cause it on this woman that I guess they love or they hold higher than these other women. So, yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. but I, yeah, I just to me, I'm just like it's just weird. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, a lot of shit is weird. Speaking of weird shit, does that the situations like this that we just talked about and other situations, just the changing of the times? Because we know sexually, relationship-wise, whatever you'll call it, there's been a big shift in a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Whether it's gender roles, sexual roles, who does what, ABC, everything. Is poly something that should be given more consideration at this point in life now? I'm not necessarily saying you might want to do poly or this and that, right. but you know, that there was a time where, I mean, it still kind of is, but there was a time where that was like super taboo. Yeah, like, what? Are you totally kidding me? Taboo. Like, get the fuck out of here. Now, over time, you start seeing like, yeah, like little TV shows and stuff about poly relationships. I mean, poly's not nothing new. It's been a practice around the globe mm-hmm. for a long time. It's practiced in many cultures. You know, American culture and Western culture has been taboo in a lot of stuff and conservative in many respects. We know that. But nowadays, especially, you know, people are always assuming everybody cheating or everybody cheating on this and that and the other anyway. And women are taking more of this, uh, taking on more of this, like, a liberated role, whether mm-hmm. it's sexually or what have you. It's poly, poly something that should be given more, more of a look, more attention to. I kind of uh, do agree with that. <clears throat> and it's crazy to say, even as a married woman, um, one of the things that... I've learned through my time of being married is not to judge anyone's mm-hmm. relationship. Whatever works for them is what works for them. And there were things that I can remember growing up and saying that I would never accept. Mm-hmm. I would never do. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself accepting certain things that you thought you never would mm-hmm. because of, I guess, the Western thinking right. and moral level that mm-hmm. is instilled in us at a young mm-hmm. age. Um, that As you get older, you just start to realize, you know, that some shit ain't that deep. Mm-hmm. And if it works for y'all, it works for y'all. It's not for me to judge. Right. And I'm with that too, because like you, <clears throat> and I think a lot of it was kind of pushed on us, if you will. Yeah. You know, like, like church, like, no. A man and a woman, and right. I'm talking about like, yeah, and I'm, they would say a man and a woman specifically, because yeah. of course, homosexual relationships were like super taboo back right. then too, right? So a man and a woman, that's it, no cheating, no adultery, blah, 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 go on, no, you conservative, you, as a matter of fact, don't dress this way, don't do that way, you act this way, you act that way, 
um, manners, this and that, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Lady shouldn't do this while a man could do that. Blah 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 blah. Right. Um, and then you know, of course, you know, I was always like, yeah, always would only be with a, that poor so great, right? I know, but should I just just throw that up in this cup by the glass? Right. Right. We just finishing off the nasty margarita raspberry. I don't think it, it wasn't as terrible anymore. this week. I was yeah. about to say it wasn't as terrible this week. Maybe it's because we were drinking that fine ass. Um, um, Whiskey. Mas- Mas- Maker's Mash. Was Crown that what it was called? Yeah. Crown Maker's Mash? Yeah. Okay. Maker's cool. Blend, something like that. Um, speaking of Maker's, Maker's Alley is officially open on Shipley Street in Wilmington. Well, it's really Orange Street, oh. the Bear Garden. It's officially open. It opened a couple that. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. It looks nice. When I saw you, your people were like, they were looking for Maker's Alley. And I was like, that's right there. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Look at the sign. Um, but yeah, there was a time where I was, I was like, yes, yeah, always. Not giving this man, woman, this and that, blah, 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 right? And that's not to me saying, like, yeah, I'm going to get nothing poly, this and that. But, like, kind of like you said, I don't look at it crazy anymore when right. I see other people on poly or amorous or whatever the term is, relationships, this and that, and the other. Or I don't look at people in open relationships crazy. You know, if that works for y'all, especially, we've seen so many monogamous relationships that end up in adultery or cheating or divorce and the things that the other people are just or just unhappy people mm-hmm. but meanwhile people in these quote-unquote frowned upon relationship setups are happy right liberated and free and living their best lives right and, while you sitting over here all stuffy and yeah. probably honestly just straight up jealous right about what it is mm-hmm. that they're they're doing over there bitter yeah so yeah i look at that and you know, you meet people like I, I actually know. I know one chick, maybe more than one, but I know one chick. Cool, but she's kind of into the poly thing, and you know, there was a time when I'm like, I might be like, yo, you wow, man, like you know, or I might be, I might even be like, yo, like what kind of fast foolishness is happening here? But now I'm like, you know, yeah, more power to you. And I'm at Faust. I made a joke, kind of a joke, on on uh, Facebook not long ago. I think I said something to the effect of, like, um, I mess around. Oh, because my one homegirl, a remember came up, my one homegirl, she said, she was like, dude, I see why you're single. You know, you mad cool, or you know, like, mad, beautiful women, this and that and the other, right? Mm-hmm. You always with them, and this and that and the other. It was like, ain't no woman going to want to deal with that, right? right? So I had made that comment. I was like, because the memory came up from, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Damn, it's crazy because a year later, here I am still single, like no, with nobody, right? But I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that's the reason why. That's why I said it's partly a joke, right? But who's to say that it's not contributing to it? Because I say that to say the reason I say that because I have come across women who we don't even like be on nothing or anything. But they'll start pointing out what oh, they won't like when I'm in the pictures with other women, or especially if I use the pretty girls rock hashtag. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, word. I'm like, damn, I didn't know it was that deep. And at least the issue is, <laughs> you know, I had, there was one girl, she talked for a quick second, and uh, she, first of all, some of these women just, just take on detective roles, because we were very early, right? <laughs> And it's funny we should be talking about this the day before the 19th. So I guess maybe let's say two years ago around this time, you know, 
has, it was somebody special's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I said, it's a real one's birthday, you know. I ain't even saying that major. Put up a little pit collage, says it's a real one's birthday. Of course, the, my regular trolls are going to give me heat for it because they always want us to be together, this and that and the other. And then there's other people. Then, then uh, this one particular lady friend I had at the time, she was like, she hit me, she's like, I just knew she, I felt like she's something, she's like an attitude or something we was talking. This mm-hmm. one, I was like, you okay? She said, no, I'm good. Did we talk? I'm like, all right, we talking? And I was like, nah, was, be honest now because something, she took exception to the picture. And I was like, what? And she's like, that picture's like, yeah, because you're talking about it's a real one's birthday and you had a whole collage. Like, that took effort, so I feel like, and then I guess she went check. She was like, I guess that was your ex or whatever. I was like, yeah, but I mean, we cool. Like, you know, and she was like, Nah, and then you know you. She was like, "I'm just saying, I don't know. It just felt like maybe you still carrying a torch." And I was like, "Yo, I just put up a I literally only put us a real one's birthday, and it don't take much to put a pic collage." Up so I'm guessing ex. the pic collage was it pictures of just the ex or you and the ex? Her. Oh, just her by herself. I wasn't in them joints. <laughs> I wasn't in them joints. So I was just pictures. I purposely of her. didn't even put myself in the joints because I want my usual trolls to be on their stuff. Okay. This is her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, and she's also giving me heat for, like, my pretty girl's rock pictures that I put up, you know, if I'm in a, pic- in a picture with a chick, and I think she's pretty, and I put But y'all not, and we weren't, y'all you know, not together, right? No. So why can't you Bare- say people are pretty? Barely dating. Barely dating. Yeah. So why can't you say people are pretty? I guess it's a thing, because I, I caught heat for that recently, and I, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, if you ever got to the point where you were, I guess, about to propose to somebody or whatever, right? And it wasn't mm-hmm. your ex. And your upcoming fiance says, No, I have a problem with the comments and the things that you say about your ex. Are you. I'll stop. Okay. I'll let that go. Oh, honestly, people wise, women wise, only person I probably wouldn't compromise on, well, let me phrase this properly, because I'll say it's kind of two people. To an extent, I won't compromise on my child's mother, mm-hmm. meaning we'll always respect what a relationship I'm in, but don't try to tell me stuff like I can't have contact with her, stuff like right. that, because at the end of the day, we, we'll always be bound by a child, and we'll, we're family. Right. Point blank, because I've, I've caught heat about that, too. About calling her family? No, like, spending, like, I have family time. With, like, I have what I consider family time. Like, it don't always just have to be we uh, hang with our daughter separately. Sometimes, like, hey, let's right. go to this pumpkin patch or let's do some family or anything. Especially, you know, and, I, and maybe it'll change if I'm in this situation. But as a man who's not in a relationship now. You can do what you want. Yeah. And that's not to say that it wouldn't change to the extent of y'all still do it, right. but you would have just included... Right, it'd be something like that. Right. But I still always want my child to know that even if we're not together, me and her mother are together mm-hmm. for her. We'll always be a family. Mm-hmm. And I've caught heat like, oh, word, because you might, you must still be doing something or whatever. You know, or or you could, who, why? Why is, and I'm like, because that's my family when people say, well, no, that's not your daughter's family. No, they're both my family. Where do you think my daughter came from? Like, no, right. we, we bound. Yeah, but I say that. That's why I say to an extent, right? Because I can see where 
you wouldn't want me to say always hanging with my child's mother. You know, it's right. Like, but there's per- times when you can, y'all don't. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do that on a regular. Right, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why I say, I, I I won't compromise to an extent because you're not just gonna tell me I can't at all. Right. But I would get it if you were like, all right, it's kind of excessive. All right. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we don't we're not excessive anyway. Where I won't compromise is my best friend. Okay. They gotta know that because me and my, first of all, me and my best friend, we already know. We are, first of all, we already automatically had this thing about if somebody gets somebody. We respect that respective relationship or whatever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we wouldn't hang. I mean, we don't hang as much as we like to anyway because we're in two different states. Right. But, you know, we still go out to make sure we hang or this and that and the other. But also, we're so respective. Respect, we respect these other levels so much. Let's say she did kind of come down to visit it or whatever. And she could be linked up. That doesn't mean, like you said, that my significant other couldn't be involved in the right. link up or whatever. We just say, be sure you can keep up because we, we stay up all night. We go hard. Y'all be trying to go to sleep in the middle right. Stuff like that. Or, you know, don't you give me no heat if you see us in the pictures, this and that and the other. Because at the end of the day, me and her, as far as I'm concerned, it would be like me and my guy major, like, in terms of the level of platonicness or whatever. Like, right. And but we do have a chemistry that we just mesh so well. We get on people's nerves. My, my thing it with that is it's also all about the introduction. Yeah. So if she has always been there from mm-hmm. the beginning, right. then I would side eye you if you start to make that change mm-hmm. without any merit or right. reason exactly. or you know anything like mm-hmm. that. Just because now you just feel like I don't want to do. But she's always been here. She was introduced to you right. as this, mm-hmm. and that has not changed. Yeah, and so. you know that's one of those things. I will put that up for. I'll make sure she's in. Like, mm-hmm. if I start liking a chicken, mm-hmm. it's almost like you know I say they want you to bring somebody to meet your parents. I feel like my best friend is like that too. Like. I would probably bring in my best friend before my parents. My parents don't really give a shit. Right. <laughs> right. My, my father, my mother's very indifferent. My father's like, hey, okay, whatever. You're grown. Now you can meet her, and let's see what. Happens. But just know that this is what's going on right here. Right. And you know, I tell you, if you can't handle that, then we probably won't gonna make it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that. Yeah, I'm always gonna be willing to compromise and negotiate on things with somebody I'm really trying to be with because it's only right. You know, yeah. So we gonna um, wrap this up in a second. Yeah, this is a shorter one, y'all. It was. Yeah. Like I feel like we're not done. Like right. I feel. I feel like we just pre came. Oh shit! <laughs> I was literally about to say we're gonna title this one "Unfinished Business," but now I'm gonna title it "We Just Pre Came." <laughs> That was, I do. That's what I feel like. And, and what's going what's gonna to be crazy about this title is people going to think it's going to be a raunchy-ass episode. Yes. And it was the total opposite. <laughs> so now we, we owe y'all a raunchy episode on the next seven <laughs> Take that one to the bank, y'all. Um, yeah, we got to have a good guest for that one. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll, we could figure that out. We could yeah. plan on that one. Because there's people trying to be on Sunday dinner. <laughs> and matter of fact, I might have to reach out to the unsavories. And we got this mic set up now. Oh, my God. Yo. <laughs> you know, I guess I'm going to have to buy adapters and all these other things so that way when Khalifa's not around. You I might be just... able to find it. Okay, well, we can find that before <laughs> next week. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, because this is, you know, again, this is one of the schedule changes where mm. we recorded earlier than usual. We was going to record later. So, I didn't even think of my positive note, nothing. But I know you always got something on deck. Well, I go ahead and think about positive note. Yeah, we didn't even think about all that. We didn't. Mm-mm. Um, positive note. 
I guess keep your head to the sky, baby bubbles. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, I just want to say to y'all, um, mosquitoes can't have your babies if they <laughs> suck your fucking blood and go fuck another mosquito. <laughs> Don't strive for 50s, whether it's for putting your name or getting half the shit right. You got to strive for more than that. And a wise man once said, what a dumb man once asked, what's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? And a wise man once said, about 30 or 40 grand cocks, I could beat it. <laughs> well, that no. <laughs> And I don't even have my paper to know my rapper line, whether we feed your mind, your funny bone, or your something to do. Just so long. We're just happy to be feeding you. Because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. And we out! Sunday dinner is presented by the Nitty in the City podcast. All views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those of solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of this program, Nitty in the City, or any of its affiliates. The original background music is provided by Lance Chris. Special thanks to all of the financial supporters of the Nitty in the City podcast. For more information on how you can support Nitty in the City, send email correspondence to Nitty in the City, that's one word, at gmail.com.